The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Hi, if you just joined us, welcome to the 101.9 High FM Afternoon Overdrive. It is indeed the Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Rolene, great to be chatting to you again. I hope you had a great weekend. Great to be chatting to you too. And I would like to start off this report with a hearty Mazel Tov. Congratulations to one, a Palestinian Authority President, Mahmoud Abbas. Today he officially enters the 18th year of his fourth year term, a really, truly extraordinary feat. And years hoping to great relations and progress between all nations, don't we, Roland? That's exactly what we're striving for. That's what we're striving for, but it's absolutely extraordinary, the 18th year of his fourth year term. Right. Uh, let's uh, congratulations to the president also, the Palestinian Authority, and all the best in all his endeavors and his, in his relationship with Israel and the world. Right. Rolene, let's start with our first question. Israel takes action against the Palestinian Authority. Now, this is following a resolution to take Israel to the International Criminal Court. Yes, so uh, as we spoke about, I think it was last week, there was the vote at the United Nations General Assembly, which will see the International Court of Justice uh, be given the authority or be given the impetus rather to weigh in on what the Palestinians are calling annexation, settlement and um, occupation. So the Security Cabinet has uh, convened and, and they have decided to apply the following sanctions to the Palestinian Authority. The, you know, this is part of a uh, agenda of applying diplomatic uh, lawfare against the state of Israel. They know that they cannot defeat Israel militarily and what the Palestinian Authority and the supporters are trying to do is to try and chip away uh, block by block or brick by brick at Israel to question her uh, legitimacy. So the National Security Affairs and Security Cabinet are going to be um, applying the following sanctions. They will transfer 139 million shekels that were earmarked uh, for the Palestinian two victims of terror. Uh, they'll say they'd rather give this to compensating victims of terror than paying the salaries Roland, of Roland, sorry, uh, terrorists. Can, sorry, Roland, sorry to interrupt you. Is this money, is this uh, tax money from, uh, where, where is this money coming from? Just to be clear. The, the, this is tax money, and this is money that usually goes towards paying the stipends of um, those who commit terror acts. And if terrorists right. are killed uh, carrying out a terrorist uh, activity, the money is then given to their family. Okay. So um, now, has this happened before? Has this ever taken place before? Well, they've withheld the payment of these taxes before, but they haven't funneled the money to victims of terror. So, you know, these are, are, are pretty strong um, sanctions that Israel is applying against the Palestinian Authority. Uh, sure. They also, uh, as I just said, this will be coming off the earmarking of funds that Palestinians or the Palestinian Authority pay to terrorists and their families. There is a I think it was the last count was about $136 million, not right. shekels, dollars, wow. went towards the payment of salaries for terrorists. Now, if you think about it, 
how many schools could be built, uh, how much infrastructure could be built, how much investment in, in jobs and, and everyday Palestinians could be made with that kind of money. Sure. Instead, the money is earmarked. For, for terrorists in, in what we call pay for slay or the economy of terror. Now those payments have been funneled towards victims of terror. Uh, the other sanctions that Israel will be applying is placing a moratorium on Palestinian construction plans in Area C. Uh, and this follows what they call illegal takeover attempts by the Palestinian Authority in opposition to international agreements. Uh, they also will be denying benefits to Palestinian VIPs who are leading the political and legal war against Israel. Yesterday they um, denied a Palestinian ambassador his uh, travel visa to come into Israel. And uh, the other sanction that will be applied is taking action against organizations that promote terrorist activity or hostile activity, including political and legal action against Israel under the guise of humanitarian work. Now, that's a particularly interesting one because you've got a body like UNRWA, the United Nations Relief Works Agency, uh, various others, including uh, Beit Selim, including Breaking the Silence, Adala, and, and countless other NGOs that operate under the guise of, of human rights. But uh, according to uh, a great research that has been done by various ministries and by various other NGOs, a lot of the money that goes towards so-called human rights activities is actually going towards or, or is funneled towards uh, Palestinian terror organizations like the PFLP and others. So uh, they will be applying harsh sanctions there. Now, for me, the most interesting one is what will happen to uh, UN bodies that are, are on the ground there. Uh, you know, the United Nations routinely sanctions Israel, routinely makes an example of Israel, but some of the agencies like UNRWA, where the staff have been caught uh, inciting violence or supporting terror against uh, Israelis, as well as allowing for the education of hate in, in textbooks and the stockpiling of weapons in facilities. This is going to be a very, very interesting one to watch. I'm sure, Erlene, by the time we chat tomorrow, the, yeah, as you say, as, you, as you've just said, it's going to be a very interesting one to watch and certainly a lot more developments taking place there. Let's leave it for that. Let's leave it for another conversation for now. Let's move on to uh, the second question I wanted to run by you. Former Human Rights Watch Chief Ken Roth is denied Harvard Fellowship due to anti-Israel bias. What's happening here? Oh dear, Kenny. Well, Ken, uh, Ken Roth, who was the uh, director of Human Rights Watch, uh, he announced last April that he would be stepping down, applied for a fellowship at Harvard. Harvard is probably the most prestigious university in the United States, Ivy League University. And it's quite interesting because Harvard itself has come under the gun for anti-Israel headlines in the, the last couple of months, most notably its um, its newspaper, The Crimson, which had or featured up its, uh, you know, advocating for boycotts, divestment and sanctions against the state of Israel, which violates a number of laws in the United States, including many states' uh, anti-BDS laws. But uh, 
Shane Roth here, a, a platformist. Now, this is somebody who has spent an extraordinary amount of his waking hours tweeting against the state of Israel and has been called out numerous times, not to mention that as the director of Human Rights Watch, he helped to uh, co-author to ensure the research of uh, reports calling Israel an apartheid state. So uh, he was denied his fellowship, uh, which would be to become a senior fellow at the Carr Center for Human Rights Policy at the John F. Kennedy School of Government, which is a subsidiary of, um, of Harvard. And he was denied that because of his anti-Israel bias. But uh, in true Kenny form, Kenny took to Twitter and uh, he said it was that Jewish lobby again that was talking about gilding the lily there, Kenny. But uh, NGO Monitor, who've released the press statement, have said the dean at Harvard was not fooled by the moral facade granted to Roth and Human Rights Watch. He recognized Roth's central contributions to legitimizing anti-Semitism. And during his 29 years as head of Human Rights Watch, Roth made human rights activists in demonizing Israel. So uh, uh, quite an extraordinary um, decision coming from Harvard. Well, as you say, uh, for Kenny, I love the way you call him Kenny. <laughs> Let's just see how oh, things Kenny. materialize for Kenny, Kenny uh, going forward. Many, uh, he's an old adversary that many of us have and sometimes Ah, that's just why that tone of Kenny. Right, now I understand. <laughs> Okay, Rowling, let's uh, move on to the third question I have for you this afternoon. U.S. Secretary of State Blinken is to visit Israel the end of January. How significant is this? This is very, very significant. You know, we've just spoken about the sanctions on the Palestinian Authority. Uh, as we've been speaking about over the last uh, week or so, the United States have said that they are very concerned about any actions that they see that would derail any kind of plans for a two-state solution. So I'm sure there will be some very robust discussions around that and, and how uh, Israel sees uh, this action by the Palestinian Palestinians at the ICJ be uh, counterproductive towards any peace talks. I'm sure that the Secretary of State will agree there. What he is also expected to talk about at large is Itamar Ben-Gavir and the status quo on the Temple Mount. Now, of course, there have been a lot of discussions uh, on Chaya Fairly, numerous other forums, you know, whether or not uh, Jews can go up on the Temple Mount and, and, and why one human being or one individual is being singled out. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Jews are not forbidden from going up the Temple Mount. Uh, Jews go up the Temple Mount uh, nearly every single day. It is Itamar Ben-Gavir which is particularly inflammatory. It is the personality that is seen as particularly inflammatory given his uh, previous behavior and statements and, and agendas. And this is of concern to the United States who actually voiced their concern at the UN Security Council, uh, which was breaking with their tradition there uh, in, in expressing their concern that there would be violations of the status quo. I'm sure Blinken will also allay many fears. Uh, I've been uh, producing some stories lately regarding, you know, Jewish uh, uh, diaspora concerns, you know, and of course from top Jewish groups in the United States about the 
new, the, the new, newly formed government of Israel. But, uh, Roland, we're going to have to leave it there. We've just uh, about run out of time. Craig's signaling me. Michael, you've overdone it. Roland, please uh, get, don't get carried away. Roland, thanks very much for joining us this afternoon. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel, giving us an update on what's going on in the Holy Land right now.